going to have a yeah. Are we ever going to have a normal intro? No. No. Hi, never. Guys. Never going to have a normal intro. Uh-huh. I have a be- Hi guys. So oh my god! Shut up! Stop <laughs> giving me the mic. Jeez. Okay. Well, hi guys. We're back with another episode, and today yeah. we're gonna talk about. Shut up! <laughs> 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 we're gonna talk about a topic that none of us wanted to talk about when we were uh, discussing about the episodes, and it's long distance relationships. Uh, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> uh, oh yeah! Wait, wait, wait! wait, wait. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so uh-huh. by the time. This episode actually gets released. All of us will officially, officially be in long distance relationships. But by the time of this recording, the only person who is not in a long distance relationship is Ash. Wait, put the clapping one. The clapping one. Oh, oh, clapping one, clapping one. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Wait, do you have like the oh? Oh no, I don't have an oh. Let me find an oh. So no, for context, you can do like, can do like the, all of us will be in long distance relationship. Oh. <laughs> for context, Colleen has a soundboard and we're just playing with very generic sounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just like how we always start our episodes. What is your impression? Okay, yeah. This this time is impression, not definition anymore. La. What is your impression of, on, off? Shit. Impression <laughs> on. Uh, um, on. Continue, continue, impression, just continue. Impression <laughs> on LDRs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, we understand the question. Shall we? Okay. Answer? So you can. You can. Okay. You can either like. You can either answer this in general or personally. What was your impression? Go, Ash. I want to deny. <coughs> I want to go against moderators' rules. I want to define LDR. <laughs> Define, define, define it then. Define. <laughs> I haven't moderated in so long. Long distance so I relationship guess. is relationship over long distance. My Screw impression you. on long distance. <laughs> Screw you, man. Uh, I think, I think I've always been scared of it, and I've always tried to avoid it at all costs. And I wasn't supposed to go through it anyway, but um, circumstances changed, and now I'm going through it. But anyway. But it's not my first, it's not my first long-distance relationship. So, I mean, as someone who has gone through a long-distance relationship, it wasn't that much of a distance, but like, it was long-distance regardless. As someone who has gone through it, it's not that terrible, I think. Mm. And it's not as terrible as people make it out to be. But, objectively speaking, I feel like if you're going to ask to try to better a normal relationship or a long-distance relationship, clearly the long-distance relationship has no winning points against a normal relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, okay. Colleen? Um, I think ever since I got into a long-distance relationship, my opinion of it has drastically changed. Uh... But mm-hmm. I think I I think it makes sense though, because um, I never knew what it felt like, and so all along I just thought, hey, you know what, FaceTime is gonna make it like much better, and it's probably gonna be fine, and at least for me, um, in my relationship, we've gone through like you know, lockdowns and all, and like months for not seeing each other, and you think, hey, okay, it's just the same, but like, uh, you know, she's gonna be in a different country, but. 
everything else will be like similar to like just being in a lockdown. But ever since I actually got into one, I don't think it's the same anymore. <laughs> I, I, I must say, um, just, the, just the psychological thought of the distance makes it all different. The distance and the time zone. I can't narrow it down to any one, but one of them, oh my gosh, big killer. You think it's the same, but it's not. When you compare it to MCO, it's like you know eventually you're going to get to see them. And if anything were to happen, you can still find some kind of excuse, make a fake letter or something to cross the borders and like Perhaps. go see them. Yeah. But now it, the, the issue is that we're crossing oceans mm. yeah. and continents. Because for context, all of our people are going to the West. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wait, anything to add? Um, no, I, I, I guess I'm making it out to sound like it's really terrible and that in any circumstance, it is not a good idea to get into one. But I wouldn't say that just yet. So... If, mm. if, if you're going to stop listening to this podcast five minutes in, like, please, please continue on because, because <laughs> no, not, I would say not all hope is lost. Please, please give us a Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's right. <laughs> okay, yeah. my, oh, sorry. Um, my impression of LDR, I never had to experience it. I mean, I did when I was younger with my siblings, but like LDR wasn't really a thing, like consciously a thing because I was like, oh, Young kids Bye-bye. don't understand. Yeah, young kids don't understand, like, time. You know, like, oh, they're actually not going to come back for the next few years. Um, so, when I had my first LDR, for context, uh, I'm, like, speaking from a friendship LDR, and then Ashley and Colleen are speaking on, like, re- like romantic relationship LDR. Uh, it was not fun for me. <laughs> the, the, the night, like, my my friend had a uh, night flight. The night they flew, I was like crying my eyes out because <laughs> I n- did not like it. Um, but there, uh, but there is hope. You know, it things got better. Would you say you got used to the distance? I would say yeah, I got used to the distance. Definitely got used to the distance. It's just like. Because of, because of time zone, it makes it like hard and all. So, okay, LDR being LDR, everyone has their worries. What is what is or was or still is your top worry in LDR? Sorry. <laughs> Again, I haven't been in LDR for a long time. I think by, like at this point, today, the day we're recording, it's only been about less than two weeks. So it's very, very new. And I feel like, uh, things may change in the next few months um, but I think many things have changed already ever since I actually got in one mm-hmm. and before that like the before that the worry was just um, there may be conflicts and we won't be in person to resolve them and yeah that, that, that was like my main worry because besides that I wasn't really like worried about much um but i think going into an ldr like you kind of realize that even things you don't think were initially a problem can very easily become a problem and me being the overthinker i just can't help but you know be scared of some things um 
for the for the solution to that, I I mean, I I, I came to, I came to terms with some stuff, but at least the initial fear is that I, when I first got into the LDR was that, um, in my situation at least, uh, that my partner is gonna like grow apart from me. Because if you think about it, right, like, uh, my LDR is gonna be for quite a long time. Uh, like you think about all the years that are gonna pass, right? Like in this entire period, and you just kind of get worried that there's gonna be so many experiences that you guys are gonna go through that are not with each other. It's this whole chunk of life that is just, you know, gonna be virtual, you know. And yeah. I guess you just somehow initially feel very <clears throat> worried that. Um, you guys are going to grow apart from each other because of the different experiences you guys go through. And you guys may, you know, I, I, I get scared that, you know, you may feel like more and more disconnected um, and, and it's not going to work out. And I think it's a reasonable fear, but uh, yeah. I think I've come to terms with the fact that I just need to like trust and like, yeah, just just trust. Trust is like really, really important. And you think you trust until you start overthinking. Then you realize, no, it takes on a whole different meaning to trust. So, yeah. I, Colin put my thoughts into words. Thank you. I was not able to um, <laughs> compile my thoughts properly. But I think my biggest fear is, yeah, because they're going to a new place new experiences, new people. And to put it to put it in very simple terms, I become old news. Like like I it's not anything dramatic, like we have a big fight and we can't solve it. I don't think it's gonna be a huge issue. My hugest issue is that we just kinda of grow apart. Because without that physical connection and contact, right? And with the time zone difference and everything, it's quite hard to feel connected in the relationship. I mean it's not so bad because I'm gonna be there in about a year. But still, it's a bit of a concern because a lot of things can happen in like weeks, months. He's going to be experiencing a lot of different things and like, I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for him to start this new journey of his life. But like, it kind of sucks that I can't be there to <laughs> experience it with him. <laughs> or, yeah. And I feel like, so, so basically to put it in very simple relationship terms, I'm just scared like, um, either party loses feelings. I don't think I will. I really hope he doesn't. But the possibility is always there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Also, I'm really clingy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really clingy sometimes and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, you, Megan? My top worry... Okay. My top worry hasn't changed... Yeah, still, it's still the same, I think. Because uh, my friend is like uh, the type of person who is fine not talking to people for a few days and I'm like not that kind of person. I'm like, oh, you have to text me and stuff like that. Very much clear in our previous episode. I don't know which episode it was, but the previous episode. Um, what My worry was that... Uh, we could, we can't, like, we couldn't compromise for each other, you know? Like, because I would 
be wanting like attention and stuff and like they aren't that kind of person to always do that constantly and somehow because of like time zone and distance at the time it was like oh maybe you know this would be the reason why we um would fall out kind of it's i mean it's been a month since okay it's been more than a month since uh they've left but once in a while it's still like a worry la you know so eh i don't like it <laughs> yeah i can agree with that um. i know <laughs> Disclaimer, this is a very emotional episode. Yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> uh, uh, listeners, sorry if we suddenly sound so much less upbeat. I feel like the overly upbeat um, intro was to compensate for the fact that yeah, we're going to be yeah. very sad throughout this episode. I agree. Yeah. Oh. I feel like we were talking about um, doing this episode because we knew that someone in our life was gonna like fly and at the time we were like oh you know it'd be such a fun episode to do and remember we were planning that and we were like oh it's so fun and now it's like I'm one month in Colin is two weeks in Ashley is <laughs> almost away. yeah t- at the time we're just recording 10 days away it's bad <laughs> okay so how was it before they flew. How was it before the whole LDR thing? Should I go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, well, before this LDR started, I think given lockdowns and COVID and stuff, we haven't like really met each other as much as we would like to. But with the weeks leading up to her leaving, we've been seeing each other a little more, um, a bit more regularly. So I would say I spent quite substantial amounts of time with her before she left. And um, I, I mean, obviously that's a good thing. Um, but I didn't really prepare much for it because I really didn't know what to do. Like, I, I just thought to myself, okay, this is mostly a mental thing to think about. Besides, obviously, uh, for anyone who doesn't already know, I'm a big scheduler. So, <laughs> calling schedules and logistics and like when to call and, and, and when to talk and stuff like that, like obviously I thought through. Um, but I think besides that, it was all just like, I was just telling myself that, okay, it's just going to be like a, a mental thing that I just need to be prepared for. And I just kept telling myself, all right, she's leaving, she's leaving, she's leaving, she's leaving, she's leaving. And yeah, that worked. But uh, I felt like I could have done better because um, I don't know. It just, I think it didn't, it didn't really hit me that she was leaving until like, a good week before she left. And then I was just awake this one night and I and I couldn't sleep and then like I suddenly like realized that oh shit she's like leaving and there are gonna be like endless amounts of weeks that I'm not gonna be able to see her compared like, you know, to like me seeing her like so frequently right now at that point in time. Yeah. And so like 
I think I think it really really hit me hard that night. Yeah. So when 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 that feeling hit, I think everything started changing, and I started getting a little like clingier, and I felt a little more like solemn. Um, but I'm gonna be really honest, and this is not to discourage anyone, but you don't really know what it feels like until you get into it. It's not the same. Yeah, it just isn't. For for context, yeah. Ash is like silently screaming into the camera <laughs> while Colin just said that. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I really don't mean to discourage you. No, we you. post this on Instagram. To to be fair. Anything I say in this, like, anything I say that sounds like terrible and negative and discouraging, um, isn't to me isn't a deal breaker because like I still think it's worth it and I want to think it's worth it and I think it's worth it. So, um, it's just, I just feel like you got to know that it's gonna be different. It's not gonna be the same. You think you're prepared and you think you're ready, but when the feeling hits, I think different people experience it differently, and so I can't really tell you what to expect. Because I didn't react the way I expected myself to, you know. I thought I was gonna be fine. I thought it was gonna be okay. You know, it was just gonna be like a snap, and then we we're like back to our usual rhythm. But no, it unfortunately didn't go that way. So, um, I would say, I would say the most you can do, really, like as you prepare for one, is to just enjoy the time you have left, and and really, really like set down like some. Some long-term ideas and like aims. Like the future is really hard to talk about, especially right now at this age because it's a very transitional period. You don't know what you're going to be doing. You know, like for all you know, the plans you have now for what you're going to be doing after you graduate from uni is going to be completely different、um, when that actually happens, right? So the future is really, really hard to talk about. But I think being brave enough to like actually have a conversation, sit down, and have a think about it, right? And even though. Like not, I mean, not asking you make any commitments, but just acknowledge the possibilities and what it looks like right now. I think would be a very good idea to at least know what track that each of you are on, you know. Because if it if it seems completely stupid and hopeless, then someone either needs to sacrifice or you guys really need to have a serious discussion about it. So, yeah, I I I think all I have to say is just enjoy and. Yeah, enjoy and be be really honest with like what you're thinking. Ash, you、um, want to go、I'm、and、sorry. see how you're doing right now? I have been kind of in and out of denial since like August, and like because this was like preparing with Megan for long distance because their person was leaving mid mid August, like uh beginning of August actually. Yeah, and yeah, my person is supposed to leave end of August, supposedly、yeah. with visa issues. So I was like, "Yeah, I got them for another month." And now that <laughs> month is ending, and、um, instead of me doing the job of getting out of denial, he keeps shoving his visa into my face and look, look, I'm leaving in a week, you know. Hey, you know I'm going soon, sir. Hello, so fast, sir.、Eh? Look, look. Ashley's <laughs> boyfriend is not for the weak hearted. If you're listening to this, I hate you. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I get what Colin means. I've been trying to like tell myself, like you know, try to accept the reality that he's leaving soon. But I know it's not going to really hit until I see him walking down that escalator in the airport, and it's gonna really suck to see him go, cause I'm not gonna see him for like ten months. It's okay. And, like, it's okay. I think. 
the how I've been preparing for this is like I've been trying to be as much as I'm spending time with him as much as I can. I've been trying to be more emotionally self sufficient. So like, when he's unable to be there for me, cause distance, busy, time zone, like whatever it is, whether it's on purpose or not, I still have myself and my own mental strength to be okay. Yeah. And so I've been like making sure I'm not devoting my whole day to just waiting for a text from him or like, you know, trying to spend every single moment of my life with him before he leaves. Because as much as I want to spend as much time with him as possible, I know it's not healthy for me once he dips. Once he leaves, not dips. Dips sounds really bad. But <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I've been like spending a lot of time with my friends. I mean, my friends are his friends, but like, I've been spending well, time with my friends yeah. playing Valorant. I've been like staying up and talking to them. I've completely screwed up my sleep schedule as much as I think it's a bit of an unhealthy coping mechanism. I'm coping. Kind yeah, of. that's good. Yeah. And yeah, and whenever I need to cry, I just cry. Good. <laughs> you know, just let it all out. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. Um, what do you do, Megan? Okay, so um, my ex- yeah, I mean, wait, I, I want to, I want to extend the question a bit. What did you do, and then in hindsight, what what do you think you should have done instead? <sighs> like, it, why is this question just to me? <laughs> um, okay, so be, like we knew that they were gonna leave. They is like my person that left. Um. We both knew when it was. It was going to be in August. We, we both knew it. And ever since we knew it, I was like, no, nope, I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm going to be happy and spend as much time as I can with them and not feel like sad about you know them leaving and stuff. And then, and then, like the week they had to leave came. And I was telling Ashley, I was like, there's seven more days. And she was like, no, no, not seven <laughs> days. Time is a social construct. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, it still didn't hit. Nothing hit until the day itself. Nothing hit until the in, even the night itself. It, then it hit. Um, I was lucky to be able to see them like twice before they left because we, were, we weren't able to go back on campus. So we were just like virtually the entire time, which I think helped a little because I only got to see them like physically twice because he needed to pick up some stuff and and then I didn't get to go to the airport to send them off which sounds really really sad and it was like sad for me but also I think that's why it kind of helped kind of like very little it, it, it didn't help like exponentially but like it, it helped kind of um, and then the day they, like the night they left and I was on call with Ash and I was just crying <laughs> Because <laughs> and then because uh, it all felt so like they haven't even like sat on a plane yet, and I was like, it's gonna be different, like different how I don't know, but just different, and everything just like that whole year of me denying it fell like on that night itself, and I was like, I don't think I can do it. But then, uh, I mean. Did I still cry the next few days? Yes, yes, I did. But I would say I, I can't like I can't tell 
I can't like advise our listeners or whoever's listening to this, right? I can't advise saying like deny it because when it hit that night, it really hit. But um, <laughs> do do what you want to do, you know, in, in preparation. Because like Colin said, right, that there's no way you can prepare for it. I'm so sorry, Ashley Cool. I love you, but there, there's really no way to prepare for that. All you yeah. have to do is cope. Like legit, think, there's no like, yeah. Um, sorry, but I yeah I like I like I said I think, I think self like, honesty to self, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, is at least would be my way of doing it. Um, hmm. like I was trying to do that. I was very aware yeah. that I should, but I don't think it was enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some some people do it by just you know off putting it somewhere else. And if it works for you, it works for you. Because I wouldn't say it worked for me, but I don't know. It, you know, diff- Like I said, different people take it differently. But for me, it felt like the best way to do it was to just face it head on, be truthful with myself about the fact that I'm going into a long distance relationship, how long this is going to be for. Um, it's not really something very easy to, to, to like take in. But I think... I think that makes you, that just makes you appreciate the time you have left a bit more. And yeah. when I think about the time before um, my girlfriend left, I don't regret like anything I did before that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't wish I did anything more because I'm happy that, you know, I, I, I made the most out of the time I had left. So, yeah. I do. I, I, would, I would say like, okay, to answer your, you know, when you ask like, in hindsight, what would I have done mm-hmm. like differently or changed at least? I think in hindsight, I, I, it's not like I wouldn't change the time that we had. Like, am I still like upset that we didn't get to see each other as much as we could have without the whole pandemic thing? Yes, that, but like you can't control that, right? Yeah. But in hindsight, I guess uh, the one thing would have been be like a little more self-sufficient before they flew. Because, like, right now, I can say that I'm a lot more self-sufficient than I was, like, a month ago. Like, it's not, again, not exponentially great, but a lot better. Yeah. Because if I was, like, self-sufficient, more self-sufficient before, not that I wouldn't have cried, I would still cry. (laughs) But I wouldn't have gone through, like, a huge wave of emotion like once in a while it was bad like the past month I'm not like it has had there were good times but there were also really bad times you know and yeah I guess that's the top thing I would say like in hindsight that's what I would change does that mean I'm going in the right direction yeah yeah, yeah you maybe. are maybe I, I, I want yeah. to I want to like I don't know I, I want to ask you guys a it's question okay. though like do you guys think that the, this entire notion of an LDR just requires more self-sustenance? Or mm. do you think it's just a reminder that even though we're in a relationship, we, we should be equally self-sustaining? Reminder. Reminder? Yeah. I would say yeah. reminder. I feel mm-hmm. like whether you're in an LDR or not, you should always have that emotional self-sufficiency. It's just that when you're not in an LDR, you don't need it as much. Because yep. you're always able, like, if you ever need them, they can be there for you. you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not saying they can't be there for you in an LDR. It's just that, you know, their physical presence is so much more different than a virtual online presence. So, like, especially the time zones. Maybe you're crying at, like, 12 a.m. your time, but they're, like, in the middle of a class. Yeah. Or, like, you're crying in the morning and they're fast asleep because it's, like, 3 a.m. there. Yep. Kind yeah. of thing. So, there's going to be a lot more times so where you need to be there for yourself. And it's something that you're supposed to have in the normal relationship as well. It's just more needed in long distance because... Yeah, I think it's emphasized a little. Not that we yeah. need any more self-sustenance than we when we than we do Usually, without yeah. a long distance, but it's just it's just very present. It's it obvious. It becomes more like a necessity than a you should yeah. have this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the key idea is that as sad as it sounds, we all have our own life and as exciting as it may be, you know, to like share a life with someone or be with someone um, and have like, you know, your life's kind of like intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, we're all just living our own lives. And I think to a certain extent, we need to come to like terms with that. And I think an LDR really, really reminds us of that. So... The only person you have at the end of the day is yourself. And as much as you want the other person there with you, right, there's a possibility that they won't be. So it's very important that you, as a person, can sustain yourself on your own as an individual. Mm, Yeah. I think the one thing that pushed me to, like, force myself, which was a good thing, force myself to, like, be more self-sufficient was, like, that time gap. You know, when... when, Because if they were here then, you know, you're on the same schedule, you're in the same time zone, everything works the same way. Like, you might not be doing the same thing, but you are still in the same hour, so you kind of know, like, when they're busy and not. The moment they flew, like, our time zone was different, so ours is, like, a 12-hour time zone, which is not that bad, but the times when they were asleep and I was awake felt so long. Not, like, on, on a normal day, they, they probably would have texted me, I probably would have texted them, but, like, it was so quiet, I would say. It was a very quiet, like, few weeks. And that kind of pushed me to be like, I can't keep... Like, the thought was like, I can't keep sitting here waiting in that little quiet-ass zone and just be sad that they're not texting because they're asleep. So I think that, like, what pushed me to be more self-sufficient. Uh. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. the same, Colleen? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think on the topic of self-sustenance, it's just important to remember that like, especially, I think especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time, it's very important to remind yourself that your partner should not be your main source of happiness. Like, yes, I, I think I think, I think your partner is there to enhance it. Like a huge source. Yes, huge <laughs> source, which is, which is great. You know, that's good. But they shouldn't be your main one. You know, that should come from you. You should find that within yourself. Sounds like such a health guru kind of thing to say. But seriously, like you need to it's find true. like your own drive from yourself, yeah. you know? Like no, you shouldn't be relying on anyone at all. So, yeah. Hey guys, um, I think we went on for a bit there. So um, we are going to cut this episode short and we're going to release the next part of this episode on Friday next week. So... Catch us then. And in the meantime, do follow us on our Instagram page. It's at ourtreesense.pod. Thank you for the support so far and see you next week. Bye.